<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Country and metal, man. I'm, 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 I'm I told you before we started, it has a little bit of everything. I'm, I'm digging it. I told you before we started, it has a little bit of everything. Yeah, saying, yeah. It got, it, it's got all the necessities. And so, for someone who I've never heard of, who comes into the ring and smashes someone in the back with a guitar, I'm, I was impressed with that. I'm impressed with the song. I got to tell you. So here's the thing: I never knew what that guy looked like. I don't know why that had a southern twang to it, but I've never known what that guy looked like. Uh-huh. I knew of that song before, like when it came on the first time on that first Royal Rumble promo, I was like, they're using this song right now. I was incredibly ecstatic. And I wanted on record that I knew about this song months ago <laughs> because I think I heard it on someone's like, Instagram only- story and it was like a workout post and I was like, all right, wall to wall and I still ain't sold out. I can fuck around with this. <laughs> it can only be on record. And then I heard you've... the country music at the beginning and I'm like, huh, this is awesome. Now only- I didn't know that the guy looked exactly like Bob Ritchie. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> it can only be on record if you've said it on record. 
can't just say so I, I have I, said it. I knew about Apple when it was, uh, you know, back in in '78 and when I was born. But you know, I I should have bought into it. Like, yeah, no, no, but like, <sighs> whatever, about, dude. Take away my thunder again. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, they haven't even said the name of the song yet on television. I thought they said I just it yesterday. Point that out. I thought they said it on Raw. Nah, oh, fuck. You might be right about that. <laughs> Let's point that Damn. out. We are off to a rousing start for the year. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of 2023. Sons of Slam in your ear. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Happy New Year, buddy. Happy New Year, and happy early birthday to you, buddy. Oh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Turning 35, it's it's going to be a grand uh-huh, celebration. For what, the seventh year now? Yes, the seventh year, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old as fuck. Uh, yeah. Um, Things things are happening this year. I'm I'm looking forward to it. This is this will be my my forty uh, fifth anniversary, so this should be uh, should be interesting. Let's go, dude. Let's go. Maybe <laughs> the best year yet. God bless you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, With all that being said, yes. for context, if you don't know, Bob Ritchie is a real name for Kid Rock. I just want to point that out for the people. Oh, well for the people yes out there, um, which has a very Kid Rockian sound to it. Um, speaking of Kid Rock, yeah, it's a crossover. Kid Rock was country and hip hop, mm-hmm. and I guess a little bit of rock in there. This guy's just straight country and metal. Country metal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about it. Speaking of Kid Rock, uh, I'm hoping to visit his place when I go to Nashville in two weeks. You're going to Nashville in two weeks. I'm going to Nashville for my birthday. I, Hell I yeah! Treated myself to uh, to heading down. Flying? I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> We're heading. Oh. To, yeah, so I'll be there for three days. It's not that bad of a drive, dude. I I, I hate driving long distance. It's not that bad. What's not that bad? Twelve hours goes by <laughs> <Twelve>. like that. <laughs> so it I'm basically not for for an entire day for a twenty four hour like round trip, I could just spend that doing something else. I only have that's three. True, I only have three days. Only, I got Thursday through Sunday. I mean, it's that's it. I could be. I could have an altered view of reality with that because I've as a kid, I did two round trips to Texas in a car. Okay. In a truck, I should say it was a Ford Explorer, <laughs> but still <laughs> okay. Like it was that that's and it's uh, if you don't know between roughly Long Island and roughly Dallas, Texas, it's 24 hours exactly. Okay. Give or take. So me, my dad and my sister did it in two days. That's just insane. It was it was hilarious. Did you share the drive? We stopped at a, uh, it, it, this is a funny story, actually. We stopped. We pulled over at like midnight mm-hmm. and I wasn't old enough to drive. So my dad just did the whole thing. We pulled over wow. at like midnight, and he's like, all right, get some rest. I'll wake you guys up in the morning, and we're going to leave. Mm-hmm. Bro, like three and a half, four hours later, it, it was sometime between 3.30 and 4 a.m. He fucking elbows me because I was sitting shotgun. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yo, wake up your sister. Go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. We're getting the fuck out of here now. This is sketchy. Oh, uh-uh. <laughs> go, where was okay. this? It was in a truck stop in the middle of freaking uh, uh, Tennessee, actually. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. It was... It was Southern Virginia. Okay. Yeah. He goes, yo, we're <laughs> getting the fuck out of here. Wow. Now, looking back on it, the only thing I could think of is he probably saw a lot of trucker on trucker Action. stuff going on. <laughs> and you know, possibly a couple lot lizards in the in the back. I mean, they get they get lonely. They get very lonely. You got to do what you Exactly. Do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I, you know, that, 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 I do want to ask him what exactly made him Dad. so sketched out of that. <laughs> That was 15 years ago. I go, 
It was odd. He goes, yo, we're going to the bathroom. We're getting the fuck out of here now. Uh -huh. It was like 4 a.m. I go, can we at least go to Cracker Barrel? He's like, all right, let's go. Wow. Yeah, no, that, that trip to Texas is not that bad. He actually, him and my stepmom just drove from uh, their place in Long Island to uh, when I went to Colorado last year. They drove. It was okay. now that. You want to talk about a ride? That's a ride. That is a trek, bro. That's How long was that? That's nuts. I believe it's 50? Oh, jeez. 50 hours, maybe? Oh, God. <laughs> I just can't But they made a stop. See, they're weird. They made a stop in Michigan uh -huh. and then shot down. Instead of, like, going somewhat more across, they just stopped in Michigan and then shot down. I mean, unless you're doing, like, a... This is such an awful tangent. Unless we're doing... That one was in a Chrysler 300. Jeez. Let's get more uncomfortable. I mean, I, I can't imagine, unless you're doing, like, a road trip, it's got to be in a larger vehicle, and... I'll do the road trip if I know it's a road trip. I'm not going to drive somewhere. Like, if I'm going to go to, like, Disney, I'm going to drive the, you know, 18 hours down there just to go to Disney where I can fly down there when I'm wasting time doing that, where I can just take that time and go to Disney. Whereas if it's a road trip and I'm visiting all these points in America, have at it. Yeah, let's get an RV and let's do it. I do have to put a little asterisk next to both of these stories. Uh, two things. Number one, my dad is very claustrophobic and also afraid of heights. <laughs> So flying doesn't really work out for him. Got it. So he's got it the, did the back John, in the day when he John was John Madden drinking. syndrome. Nice. Exactly. Mm -hmm. it, it, back in the day, it worked when he was drinking because he would just get fucked up before we had to take a family flight to Columbia. It was hilarious. Mm -hmm. Six hours, knocked out just like that. He even took Dramamine, I think. But it was weird. Because of the claustrophobia, he had to sit near the window, and he was also afraid of heights. Sorry. So it didn't really make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> regardless but now he's sober so he just doesn't want to fucking deal with all but wouldn't that. you just okay i gotta meet your dad one day I, wouldn't you just sit in the aisle like if you can if you just stay away from the window you can stand up you can move around like wouldn't that be the point for so someone like i that? used to be a big window guy because it was always taken away from me hmm. i never had the option of having the window because but, my dad always had to have the window but as a, as a younger person you would be like i want to see outside the window now when you're older you're like screw it, whatever i don't want to sit in the middle oh no if I, any flight i'm on give me the aisle the aisle right exactly. i would yes. rather get reprimanded for having my leg out stretched for a Ab couple minutes absolutely. than than not being able to stretch my leg absolutely yes <laughs> i also pee a lot <laughs> and that was plain talk ladies and gentlemen all right so yeah. without any further ado let's get into the show here um we got a lot to talk about dude like this is this has been a hell of a short week for us <laughs> considering, yeah considering everything um well i mean it is the new year so that makes sense it is when everything kind of ramps up but uh i mean as far as like major stories that have gone down uh wrestling and non-wrestling related uh let's start with non-wrestling related um, and I literally, yes. as, as we thought we were, we, were gonna, we knew we were going to talk about this first up, but uh, I, I literally, literally two minutes ago, got an update. Um, let's talk about Monday's game uh, between the Bills and Bengals and the the horrific turn of events that happened there. Um, yeah, that I, so I'm at work on Monday nights. Mm -hmm. As am I. And... Between you and me, just you and me, right? Mm -hmm. Let's let's cut right here. But just between you and me, yeah. Nobody else is listening. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No one else is listening right now. Sure, just turn, between you and me. Turn your radios off. Turn um, your speakers off. Go ahead. The one of the guys, like the guys at work, 
we are allowed to watch like because one of the residents is such a huge like football fan he goes yeah if there's a game on watch the game mm-hmm. like you do your job but also if you have the game on in the pack it's you know it's just it's just a football game so normally i will watch a football game you know son i will always always watch a niner game on sundays sure All, no matter what i will watch a niner game on sundays and i'll watch a thursday night game if you know if nothing's going on but i take a little bit of liberty with that when it comes to monday nights and i turned on monday night raw like mm-hmm. i always do every week mm-hmm. watch monday night raw live it is a weird experience because i used to only watch it recorded like in the late the late aughts to the early tens okay the early teens i should say so i'm watching monday night raw and i'm flicking flipping back and forth between my gambling bets and (laughs) monday night raw just to see how the game is going sure and i see that the game has been delayed Mm -hmm. i'm like that's interesting i guess they got weird snow or something maybe some fucked up rain or some shit in in cincinnati right and i didn't think much of it i go back to raw my bets are still delayed like 20 minutes later and i look and i'm like huh it's still delayed i was like how bad could that fucking rain have been so i'll go on twitter and i see all these people posting about damar hamlin and i'm like who is Demar Hamlin? <laughs> With all due respect, who is Demar Hamlin? Yeah. And yes, this does. The end of the story wraps up into a nice wrestling bow perfectly for us. Okay. So, I kept on seeing these things, and I went onto Twitter and I searched the name, and I was look, and everyone kept on saying that let let's respect them, not post it, not post it. And I agree with that. Don't post a video at all. However, I needed to see that video, unfortunately. And so did I. I needed to see the video, so I saw the video eventually, and that it, scary, dude. Because of it's such a routine play, that's what makes it the scariest. Mm-hmm. You, I want to bring up a stat really quick. You have Antonio Brown's uh, uh, hit when he got hit by uh, 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 Vontez Perfect, I think. Mm-hmm. You have Tua when he got sacked and his and his fingers went all wonky. This is something we've never seen before because it was such a routine play. Right. The common factor with all of those three that I just, there's one other one that I forgot, but those three that I just mentioned, mm-hmm. there's one common denominator with all three of them. Do you know what that is? No. The Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> okay. All three of those hits and all three of those situations happened in Cincinnati. Mm. There's another one that also happened in Cincinnati. I'm just forgetting it right now. But all of them happened in Cincinnati. And when I saw that stat, I my conspiracy theory mind went through the roof and I was just I had to bring it down a little bit. I go, "All right, we need to calm down." Yeah, relax. <laughs> yeah. The coincidence is very uncanny, but yes. Is it a little fucked up in my head that I yes. go, "This is not I wasn't as shocked because I have seen this before you've seen this thing happen before not this but i have seen somebody die on national television okay i have seen the clip obviously i didn't watch it live but i saw the clip of owen dying Mm. i watched live dale earnhardt in that crash at daytona in february 2001 Mm. 
that was both of the all of them are fucking incredibly scary but on such a route like that was a crash like it's nascar you don't really expect it but it is something that can happen this was such a this is a play that everybody makes right like this is a play that you're taught when you're in in pop warner football yeah it was very routine yeah it was was, that that was a scary situation went for the tackle um came up stood up and you just saw him go right down and um the only explanation that i read and saw was watching uh get up on espn yesterday and they had a cardiologist on and, i know what it's called um you know what what it's called yeah the situation that happened i i i dug deep into this oh, okay all right so you probably you know the, the terms better than i do but but she had gone on to say they were interviewing her and then she had gone on to say that when athletes when anybody when anybody works out your heart obviously speeds up and mm-hmm. when the when the adrenaline and your heart is, is is going that's natural and then when you stop your movement that is the moment that your heart begins its reset process and in that reset process of starting to slow down whatever hit he took that freakish one in a billion hit that he took it took his the heart instead of it going to reset it went to stop and so when he stood up that's when all the blood started to, to rush and it just literally stopped and he just went out and nine minutes it took nine minutes for them to resuscitate his heart that, that on is the field on they the were field. performing cpr for <clears throat> nine whole fucking minutes and, and everybody shouted shouted them out and, and please more pours of of uh shout outs to the uh, the emts that, that were there on site because they saved that man's life like literally, yes, literally, literally save that man's life um, because if, if they had gone any further, he'd be dead um, as far as taking him off the field. So they had to they had to do that. People bitching and moaning as far as like it taking too long to uh, to announce the game. No, nobody gives a fuck about the game. You're, you're trying to save a man's life. And, and again, everybody. And when you when I saw as you saw, you said you were at work and kind of flipping through. I just looked up and saw that they were they went immediately to the um, the analysts in, in studio. I was like, I just w- looked up and the game was on. Now I'm looking and I see people going into the uh, the um, the tunnel, and it says it just says the game suspended, uh, temporarily suspended. And all of a sudden you start seeing like Josh Allen's crying. You see uh, all Bills players are just on their knees crying. It's like this is a little more serious than than someone just maybe getting concussion. Um, well, he could. That's that's what's fucked up about it is when he fainted. When he passed out and collapsed, mm-hmm. his head knocked right back off that that field. Mm. So he he feasibly could have like lasting brain damage because of that. That's but what, also because of the fact that it took nine minutes for, for them to resuscitate him back to life. Well, that too. But the 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 fact of the matter is, is that regardless, his head still. You don't want to go in to stop breathing when your head just knocked off when right. you know it just basketballed so, off the freaking ground so to the ground. Um, that's not the best. That, that's definitely not the best thing. So now, as of six minutes ago, um, as, as reported on ESPN, uh, DeMar Hamlin showed signs of overnight progress. And doctors say promising signs of progress overnight from DeMar Hamlin, who's remained hospitalized in critical condition as of Wednesday morning this morning. Um, for, according to friend and business partner of the Bill's safety. So, that's, that's all we can do is just hope and pray that uh, this this kid gets out of it. He's twenty four. It's just it's it's heartbreaking. On a bit uh, before I get to the brighter note, 
Comordio Cordis is what it's called. Okay. And that is when it doesn't necessarily have to happen when you're working out, but it's just when you get hit in, when you get hit in the heart area Mm -hmm. at the perfect time in between beats. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's exactly what happened, Mm. which is what's scary is because it can happen to anybody anybody it can happen in, it happens in baseball yeah. it happens in 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 hockey happens in soccer it happens in any major sport in the in the world what is awesome about the way what's awesome about the events that took place after he had collapsed mm-hmm. is that i found out that they run a drill twice a year at every major uh, football stadium mm-hmm. and at, at any at all NFL stadiums they uh they run a, a, a drill twice a year that is a, for this exact purpose mm. and shout out to the NFL for keeping with that because you could that's something you can easily just like kind of just go okay like we have the ambulance is there if someone needs a defibrillator it's there right like you don't that that but to have to run a drill like that where we have a doctor on site, the ambulance is going to be able to come in if need be, all that stuff. That's shout out to them for doing that. On a brighter note, mm. Demar Hamlin had a has excuse me mm. he has a charity toy drive I believe, and go, go, he GoFundMe for he put a link for it on to GoFundMe, yep. and. I believe the original one was like 2500 bucks that he wanted to raise or something like that. It was crazy small. And I be, if I'm not mistaken as of this morning or maybe last night, it has surpassed over 4.4 million dollars. Awesome. Just amazing. And uh, you know who a big contributor to that to that was? Well, this is the way it ro- ro- oh, ties up in our nice wrestling bow. Okay, cuz this might not be somebody else, but go ahead. Okay, well, uh $5,000 was donated by a man named Cruss Jericho. Then he realized he misspelled his name and donated <laughs> another 5000 more under Chris Jericho. Damn it, Cruss. <laughs> the Ocho. The Ocho Cruss Jericho. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. But no, yeah, Chris Jericho donating ten grand. That's a... That's, that's awesome. A, that's, that's awesome. Uh, also one TB12 donated a, a large sum. Yes. CMC donated a, a, a jihad. I can't be all fucking downer. <laughs> Got to bring some levity to it. No, we are what is the rest of the show. But yes, I wanted we wanted to start off the show with with this news because it's the biggest news of the of the sports week. Um, so uh, and it ties into wrestling because it happened during Monday Night Raw. It happened, of course, I, yes, mm, perfect. This is fucked up. That's that. Is, yeah, yes, that is fucked up. See, <laughs> exactly. What you no, just no, said no, it's this, fucked up. What I'm about to say is fucked up. Oh, please. I am interested to see how the Monday Night Raw ratings went at that moment. Not at that moment. Well, yes, at that moment. Mm. But overall, uh, like compared to a normal week during the NFL season mm. on a Monday night. Interesting. Where the game is actually finished. Right, right. Interesting. I want to know how, like, I want to know, did they gain viewers by, sh- you know, 9, 10 o'clock hour? I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Uh, also, the, the, I mean, the funny thing, but the, uh, I don't know if you're watching uh, any sports or college football related sports on uh, New Year's Eve. But if you happen to be watching Ohio State and I Georgia, did. and you and you had a maybe you had a little sizable bet on there, I'm just saying, just saying. Um, I did, and you're like, 
getting getting uh, read the riot act by not switching over to uh, you know Dick Clark's Rock and Eve. Meanwhile, the the Ohio State is about to kick a like a, a you know sixty yard uh, uh, kick, and it it's pre- it pretty much happened at midnight because you flipped over three two one yay, and you flip back, and the game was over. <laughs> and, and Georgia. Had no, won. yeah, no, it it lined up perfectly. I think by I think the it, time it happened at midnight, pretty much. By the time the ball curved so that it was clearly not a field goal, that's exactly when it hit midnight, and then all of the Georgia players just ran onto the field. That's got to be a, a, a question or a trivia question as far as like what, what game lasted two years. Oh, I got a trivia question <laughs> for you on a quick side tangent in that, two I, different that I still years. remember. Yes. Uh, in 2022 or whatever it was, uh, Neil, Di- Neil Young? Depends which song. Who's the one that got his, his music taken off? Of, or Young. Neil Young. Neil Young took his mu- music off of Spotify mm. because of stuff that was going on with Joe Rogan and right. shit like that. Right. There was one other artist who also took their music off of Spotify mm-hmm. in support of Neil Young. Mm-hmm. Who was it? It was a female, wasn't it? It was. I forgot. I know it was I, I read about it, but this is a while back. It was a Canadian, if it makes if it goes. Alan- Alanis Morissette. I have no idea. No. She's Canadian? Yes, she is. <laughs> oh wow, look at that. Welcome. <laughs> Wouldn't you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, she is Canadian. It's Joni Mitchell. Oh, Joni Mitchell. Okay, I got that one wrong because I thought it was Brian Adams. I thought Brian Adams for some reason like yeah, went not, along with it. He's not a female. Um, he's not. But it wasn't a, like the question wasn't a female. It was just a who took it off. It was. It was actually what Canadian, what fellow Canadian also took their music off Spotify. Joni Mitchell. The more you know, the more you know. Uh, so yeah, so so uh, prayers going out to. Uh, Tomorrow, Hamlet. It's that was just a horrific scene, and uh, but again, uh, according to doctors, promising, uh, promise, promising progress. Yes. So we'll we'll see, and hopefully by next week we'll have uh, better news. Uh, done with that. Let's let's move on. Um, do we have there's stuff? some wrestling that happened this week. There's, there's some wrestling. Um, there's some wrestling. Listen, <laughs> there's some wrestling that happened not just last night. Well, there was wrestling that happened last night. We won't be talking about NXT, but there was wrestling that happened. Uh, in another organization altogether with some names that might be familiar and some new names. You mean early this morning? It is way early this morning, yes, as of yeah. Wednesday morning-ish. Um, so we have a new U.S. champion in New Japan. Just go, go, go through this, uh, as far as, not the whole card, just as far as the major names that we know and uh, belt changes and all, all that. Well, before we're talking we get... about just the major names that I, I know for a fact that the two of us know. Mm-hmm. Ah, here we go. Okay. Kenny Omega defeated Will. I'll, I'll get to the big one at the end, even though it's not the main event. It was not, right? Wink. There's a spoiler. Or tease, I mean. Mm. Uh, Kenny Omega defeated Will Ospreay in a, in, to win the IWGP United States Championship. I I know wrestling is like the, the outcome. We're not spreading any new news. The outcome is always predetermined. What? I know, uh, but damn it! If, they, if, if who? Huh, huh, shut, shut the show off! Shut it off! Shut it all what? off! Like, damn it! If if they weren't like s- literally trying to kill each other in that match, like good god, that's Japan, baby. Stiff, baby. Hell yeah! Holy shit! <laughs> oh, timeout! Before we go into Japan, there was another match that happened in Japan before that. Okay, what what is it? Really quick. Uh, the great Muta. Mm-hmm. During his farewell tour, retirement oh, tour, yes, 
in uh, pro-, pro wrestling, Noah went up against one Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke. Yep. Yeah. With so the, that with was the hell of an intro, was, by the way. Oh. I forgot how good the violin is. Dude, if I love anybody Boogs. Who's, I love Boogs. <laughs> anybody who has not watched this intro, you go go online, go on YouTube and watch the, the intro for Shinsuke. Nice he violin. botched a little bit of the intro. Yeah, it's... Trying to take off his hood. He goes, yeah. <laughs> ah, I like it. That was great. <clears throat> uh, oh, but yeah, that, that match happened, and so, that match was a, was a banger. Mm-hmm. The end of that match was a little weird. I don't know if you saw that. I did not. So, uh, the great Muta is known for what? His mist. Mist, sure. Uh, he blew red mist, which I don't know the backstory of the red mist. I don't know the backstory of any mist, to be <laughs> honest. Okay. Uh, but he blew the red mist at Shinsuke and it got him all fucked up. The match kept on going. Then at the end, Muta was going to give him another mist. And then Shinsuke grabbed him by the head. He planted one straight dead ahead. He got the mist out, and then because of something in like Shinsuke's DNA, mm. it turned green when Shinsuke <laughs> used it on Shinsuke's him. Shinsuke's DNA. <laughs> and then he hit what I can only refer to as one of the most perfect Kinshasa's I've ever seen in my life. Mm. One, two, three, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. It was hilarious where it... he just straight up took his face and went, <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then just blew that fucking green mist at him. It was that. That was. I think in twenty three. I need... want to see. I want to see WWE try to pull off some shit like that. I, I think in twenty three we need to bring Dude, back the I'm... term. Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. Yeah, and with anything, just <laughs> whatever you say is just like, um, you know, Bing Bang Boom. Bob's bing your bang, uncle. Bing Bang Boom. What's the story? You got laid. Bob's your uncle. You know things like that. Just like... <laughs> nine months later, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> nine months later. <laughs> Literally, Bob's your uncle. Uncle Bob, here you go. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So there's there was that. Uh, so yes. Osprey and, and uh, Omega in a very stiff competition. We, we have a new champion there. Uh, what else? Yes. Kasuchika Okada defeated Jay White to win the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Okay. We have a new champion. There we go. Next. We have we have a new champion, which I mean was was likely likely happened. Yes. Yeah. Bullet Club took a kind of hit. Oh, no, they had one. No, yeah, they no. took a hit. No, they took a hit. So the big one of the night. Kyrie um, defeated. Wasn't there, uh, was there a. Uh, oh, there was one more. I'm sorry. Carl one An- more person we know. Mr. Carl Anderson. Yeah. 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 Ta- uh, Tamatanga defeated Carl Anderson to win the Never Open Weight Championship, which if you didn't see that one coming. <laughs> you don't watch wrestling. <laughs> why are you, are you a wrestling fan? <laughs> so, yes, Carl Anderson of the OC uh, is no longer. Uh, champion. So there you go. Yeah. No, he has no. finished up his dates with New Japan. <laughs> Officially, there you go. Yeah. Um, and now, the big thing. The big news. The big one. The big one, yes. So Kyrie Sane, former Ky- Kyrie Sane, now just uh, Kyrie. Former Kyrie. Kyrie Sane, now just Kyrie. Kyrie. It's, it's all caps. It's, it's all caps. <laughs> like Eel Sky. All of them. Okay. Uh, Kyrie defeated Tam Nakano. In a very short match. Which I really want to know if she is related in any way, shape, or form to Bull. Hmm. Is she big? That'd be awesome. Is she, I couldn't tell you. Is she a big girl? I did not watch any oh, of it. <laughs> if she's a big girl, I watched then, what yeah. happened after, but I didn't watch the match. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, <laughs> in her first IWGP Women's World Championship defense. Right. After the match, you heard ka-ching, kind of like the beginning of Money sure. by Pink Floyd. 
And uh, this name popped up that said Mercedes Monet. I'm pretty sure I saw an accent. I just want to say that. I mean, what, what is this spelled? M O N E, right? It's just spelled M O N E. Hmm. Like no, but no, like. I thought I thought I saw I thought I saw a little accent on the E. I did not see that. Okay. That's just I could. That's just me. I don't know. And now it's just called it's called a Monet. But you saw the you saw the Mercedes Benz <laughs> pull up, and uh, to see these legs walking. Yeah. In the promo. Yeah. It was. It was awesome. And so Sasha Banks. Sasha it's Banks. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Former to drop the moniker Sasha Banks. Well, former Sasha Banks is now in New Japan, and she went on, uh, if you did not see her on Twitter yesterday, on a thank you spree. Thank you, hashtag Vince McMahon. Thank you, hashtag Triple H. Thank you, hashtag WWE. Thank you, hashtag blah, blah, blah. And just went on and on as far as like different the thank yous of like 10 of them. Um, and they were like, yeah, he's, she's done. <laughs> she's done with the promotion. She's not going back. And sure enough, she ends up, which which apparently, according to reports, took WWE by surprise. I don't know how that even happens. Like, were were they so full of themselves that they thought that this is gonna, you know, she's definitely coming back? Like she so she had, she had, I, had it with the company. She she tried. She left. She came back. She thought it was it was all gonna be good. It was not good. Yeah, and this is all under McMahon's rule, and uh, they they pieced out. Yeah, that's. You know who I feel bad for the most, which is tough to feel bad for because of what took place on Friday? Naomi? <laughs> no. Okay. Charlotte Flair. Huh, okay. What is the what is the biggest What was Ric Flair's best rivalry? Solo singles rivalry. I mean, it could have been Ric Flair either uh, Dusty Rhodes or Sting, the best matches that Ric Flair ever had. It's either it's either was, Dusty Rhodes, Rick, uh, sorry, Dusty Rhodes, Sting, or Ricky Steamboat. Steamboat, okay. right? Everybody always say, everybody always says, there's a flare and there's a steamboat. Who's the flare? Who's the steamboat? Mm. You clearly had a flare. You have Charlotte Flair. Mm. Sasha Banks to me was Charlotte Flair. Uh, yeah, Sasha Banks was Charlotte Flair's steamboat. Right. She had everything mm. and they fumbled the bag with it mm. now with all that being said mm -hmm. mercedes monet whatever <laughs> her name really is the announcer said monet i i kept hearing money sasha money um i heard her say mercedes is money now i that mercedes could just money. be me because i thought that the second i saw the dollar bills and everything go on there i immediately thought gimmick infringement for carmella <laughs> i got your back princess of staten island <laughs> Or Carmella, like can't even like take a break from wrestling right now, and and, and then this this chick is stealing her whole thunder. I know it's ridiculous. Yeah, but so she came. Yes, uh, she came to the ring. Uh, uh, approached Kyrie. 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 And then uh, shook her hand, and then put her shook in, her hand, which put, is I mean, it, at this point you better not. Why are you shaking anybody's hand in a wrestling ring? Right. Unless you are wrestling for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship, you should never <laughs> shake someone's hand in the middle of a wrestling ring. It's always going to go bad for you. Always bad. Always bad. And, uh, uh, yeah, so she put her into – she shook her hand and then grabbed her and put her into this uh, – like on her back. Like, what, do you, what do you even call that move? 
Uh, I've only seen that once before, and shout out my girl, Tay Mello. Ty Mello. <laughs> yes. Who, who, to, she, she, she is the only person I've seen. Who ironically pulled it I off. I guess maybe like a spider trap. I don't fucking know. Ironically pulled it off on, on, on Dynamite. Um, this is all before. Yes, she she did called it, the Ty KO. The Ty KO. For, well, for her name, her move. Yes, which is basically you uh, you get her get your opponent on your back facing the other way, and then you take one arm and you flip her around to your front and just knee her in the face. Which that's a Ty KO. Yes, Mercedes. I'm I'm describing this because what Mercedes did was not a Ty KO. It was a botched move, which the wrestling community is going absolutely apeshit over. Um, as far as the 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 botch. First of all, if you notice her coming out. Um, I don't know how popular W. You can maybe answer this better than I could. I don't know how popular WWE is in Japan, as far as New Japan wrestling fans, as opposed to WWE fans, and if that's that popular over there because she didn't really get the pop that you thought she would. The announcers gave her the pop. She did get a response in the crowd. You heard it, but overall, it's not the loudness that you would have thought that someone as the stature of Sasha Banks, at least here in America and the rest of the world, would have gotten. As you, yes, go on. I have mentioned this to you before. Please. I've mentioned this on this show. Go on. The reason why the crowd went mild mm-hmm. is because I'm assuming that it was implemented for Wrestle Kingdom and the Tokyo Dome because it is such a fucking large venue. Mm-hmm. But back a couple weeks, maybe about a month ago, I was on here saying that Lance Archer recently revealed that they are not allowed to cheer at wrestling events still because of COVID. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now with all that being said, I had mentioned then that in, you know, some of the bigger events during the year, starting in 2023, Uh they are going to allow cheering sections of the place. Mm -hmm. Cheering sections. Other sections are going to have to be silent and they can only clap. Which is why you heard a lot of clapping. <laughs> but for the international wrestling fan, mm. if you don't know any of that going in, you go, well, that was one of the worst debuts I've ever seen. Mm. Okay. Because there was no pop. Right. It's... If that pop, if that was a full sold out 2017 Tokyo Dome for Wrestle Kingdom, it, if it would have been way different. And that's what's shitty about it. Yeah. What I do respect from Sasha or from Mercedes is that the clip kept on coming up recently of her on Broken Skull Sessions. Mm-hmm. And she goes, what people don't know is I, before WWE was even a thing, like I wanted to wrestle in Japan. Right. But WWE was the one that paid me. Right. It's like, all right, you got paid. Now she wants to go do what she wants to do. Yeah. You're going to do what you want to do with no fucking crowd. No crowd and, and a silent crowd. Um, silent crowd and a botch. Not the best way to start yeah, off your that, time in a foreign country. So, well, yeah, so she went, she went to do this move on Kyrie. Kyrie. Um, she wrapped her around, came around her body, basically dropped her to the ground. supposed to deliver a DDT. Yes, dropped her to the ground, and then she just dropped to the ground. It was very weird looking, very botchy. And so, uh, and then she laughed it off and... And uh, that was her finisher. I mean, if she—that's that's, that's a shame. yeah, a weird, uh, weird way to to go out as far as your your intro uh, <laughs> into a new company. But 
I am interested to see how her wrestling has evolved since the WWE because I saw her training a lot with Juice, with with Juventud Guerrero. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm interested to see if she pulls any any other weird mumbo jumbos out of there. Also, there was Dax Harwood posted a picture yes. of an updated version of that old NXT picture of Sasha, and yeah. that's gonna get fucking very difficult to try to pull. Sasha Bailey. The whole Sasha from my vocabulary is yeah. gonna be extremely difficult. Get it out. I just got Soraya. Like I just got. That. I just figured out Brian Danielson as opposed to Daniel Bryan. So that's <laughs> let's yeah yeah. Um, but all of FTR. We gotta think. We gotta think multiverse. We gotta yes. think like. I'm sorry. We gotta think MCU versus MCU, you yes. know DC. Yes, we gotta absolutely. go. This is Batman. That is Iron Man. Right. This is Spider Man. That is. Oh, I couldn't think of one. Uh, yeah. Flash. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got. It. Still got it. Thanks, nerd. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yes. Com- coming from the man with three. Listen, you, you post everything about Back Harry. to the future. You, 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 I find it ironic that you say that to me all the time, but yet you post. All things Harry Potter on a regular basis, and I I find that what very funny. Whoa, 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 whoa! You whoa, you whoa. post some nerdy shit, and so I find it very ironic Harry that you Potter. You you post some nerdy Harry shit. Harry Potter. Now, I'm not I'm not angry at it. I'm just saying that you, you, you I find it ironic that you call me out as a nerd, but yet you what post Harry Potter shit. Have I ever posted whatever nerdy shit that you post online? I want to call you out on it because your reels sometimes are very nerdy. I, I'm just saying it. Again, I'm not hating on it because I, I enjoy it. I'm just saying you, you. My reels are fucking hilarious. You're, <laughs> I'm not saying they're not. I'm saying you're you're just a big hypocrite. That's all. You see my reel from yesterday? No. It was Joey Diaz talking about how <laughs> it's blue cheese. It's blue cheese on buffalo wings. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Talk, you tell me that's nerdy. I'm not saying all of them are nerdy. I'm saying you're posting some some nerdy shit. That's all. All right, I'll give you that. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I'm not mad at it. It's fine. Just you, you're calling. Yeah, me you me. are the ul- the Ultimo nerd. I am. That would be a wrestling gimmick. Ultimo nerd. <laughs> Ultimo nerd. I would take that. Um, okay, so Mercedes Monet money is now all New Japan, <laughs> which leads also to all Elite, because apparently there's talk backstage now. They think that she's coming over because she's not with WWE anymore. How? I, is, well, is that a natural progression? Because it doesn't seem like it's it's fair to kind of put that on her. So here's the thing. I believe she is signed to New Japan. Mm-hmm. I believe she is a wrestler for New Japan. I believe that Will Ospreay <laughs> is a wrestler for New Japan. I believe that Kenny Omega is an AEW wrestler. So there is still a working relationship with New Japan and yeah. with AEW. Mm-hmm. Now, if you would have told me that there was a working relationship between New Japan and AEW and also a working relationship between New Japan and WWE at the same time, that's wild. Mm-hmm. Because technically that's true. I mean, what I was going to say, I was just about, about to it. say, like it's, it is kind of indirectly true that they have something going on <laughs> as far as, like, yeah. you know. Except one of them is clearly terminated because a WWE guy lost his title and the other one's clearly thriving because the AEW guy won the title. Right. So, but yeah, the... Uh, I do now. Now is when I thoroughly believe that a Mercedes Monet will be Soraya's partner in in Los Angeles. Wow. Okay. Yeah. What, what I didn't think that before, but also if you if you saw her promo at the end of her debut in New Japan, mm. she had mentioned that she's going up against Kyrie for the IWGP World Women's Championship. Uh, in San Jose in February. Okay. 
So about a month or three weeks out from that, it wouldn't be a bad thing to be like, hey, yo, Sasha Banks is on. It is going to be wrestling for New Japan. Like that, that works out for New Japan. Right. Hmm. Tap into their market, like market share. What is the one thing that AEW can do for New Japan? You know? That's build up Sasha Banks. There you go. Not build up, <laughs> but like. Build up Mercedes? Yes. Well, yeah, all, not build up and also not Sasha. Uh, market Sasha. Mar, fuck. Market, market Mercedes, Mercedes to the, the U.S. audience yes. and say that she will be on this New Japan show. Right. And also, you know, have Kenny Omega as one of your fucking champions. Also a championship that he was the inaugural champion of, I think. True. Okay. Fair enough. So Mercedes. Here's your, <laughs> your New Japan talk only because uh, it has some uh, some current and former WWE faces in there. So Mercedes Monet debuts in, in New Japan and botches her debut. Moving on. Um, uh, True. Let's see here. Uh, we will get into SmackDown and Raw because I think that one WWE definitely won the week, at least for myself. Um, I will get into right now um, your main event of Raw. Which saw Seth Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins, taking on Austin Theory for the, uh, as they will say, the belt uh, uh, that represents Monday Night Raw, the U.S. title, um, and uh, in, a, in a great match. But we had an X thrown up. So if you did not see, it was uh, it was off air. As this happened after Raw went went off the air, you saw Rollins favoring his right knee. Uh, for most of the like towards the end of the match there, and uh, he, you know, did power bombs off the off the corner rope there. He did some moves, but he kept selling that the fact that he was injured with that leg. Um, and then come to find out when you saw fan footage of at when everything went off air, you saw him in the corner. He crawled himself into the corner. That's when Raw went off air. You saw him in the corner, uh, kind of. You know, you didn't see him, but you saw his arm in the corner. Raw went off air, and then according to the fan footage, when you saw him in the corner, you saw him uh, throwing up his own X. <laughs> he threw up his own X and then called the referee over and was like, what are you doing? Call, throw the X up, and then that's when the referee threw the X. Um, These refs better get on their shit, man. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> um, they, they thought you know, People thought it was a work, but uh, uh, not so much because according to Seth freaking Rollins on his tweet as of 7.55 – uh, yesterday, January 3rd, he tweeted out, redesign, rebuild, reclaim, which is the same, Shield. the same no, quote, <laughs> which is not it, <laughs> which is the same quote he threw back, uh, in 2015 when he tore his MCL. The same as, oh, that same was a shit against fucking Kane. Uh, hmm. That was when he went for the sunset. He he went for the sunset flip on right. Kane, and then in that in that live event, bounced his knee <laughs> right off the mat. Uh, just jammed his leg into the mat, and his knee just buckled. Um, Dude, the pop is gonna be glorious with for Seth Rollins when he returns. He's 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 by far the oh shit the most over he's ever been right now, especially with that. that yeah, yeah, by far, absolutely. But uh, I just realized this if. If this is like a real bat, like if, if this is one of the major ligaments in the knee, he's going to be out for WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that throws a big wrench into the current WrestleMania plans, That's, if you don't know those already. Uh, which which kind of sucks, but uh, 
yeah, what uh, him and him and belts uh, galore. Apparently, not so much now. Yeah, That's they were supposed to like. I believe one of the rumors going around is that there's there by the time WrestleMania comes around, they're going to split the titles off of Roman, hmm. and Roman is going to be facing the winner of the Royal Rumble, I believe, and then Seth was supposed to be facing either Drew or Cody, and if. Man, if Cody is the Royal Rumble winner, it'll be Drew. But if Cody is, you know, it's something like that. Yeah. But well, that's yeah, that's that throws a wrench. That's I just hope Cody wins a fucking. Like if this doesn't, ah, uh, Cody needs to win a championship at WrestleMania. He does. He he need like for his career for his long not longevity but for his career in the WWE to stand he needs to win that championship at WrestleMania. He used to do what his dad, daddy couldn't do. And, uh, yeah, I could not place it upon the American dream. <laughs> uh, so the, yeah, so let's, let's, you know what? Let's get into, uh, excuse me, let's get into, uh, WWE here. So, uh, SmackDown, which, by the way, the biggest ratings since I believe three or two years ago, it's like 2020. Um, for SmackDown, just absolutely insane. And again, if you think I that, why. if you can't, if you think that uh, Mister, you can't see me, boy, uh, can't do it, then that was just proof. Uh, in the beginning of the show, though, we had a little weirdness because we get the <laughs> we get the Bray Wyatt apology tour, which happens every single week. Um, I'm still all for this this whole gimmick, this whole this whole angle. I'm still all for it. Um, Are you getting any sense of staleness at all yet? <sighs> Not after this week, no. I think it rejuvenated my my interest in it. It was kind of getting a little like, where are we going with this? Um, I knew that I get, that Ellie Knight was going to have a match with Bray Wyatt. I didn't know it was going to be at Royal Rumble or what, but that's official. Um, and it, up until this week, was, I had that. Like I, I was, was like, okay, this needs to like go somewhere. We saw Uncle Howdy what two weeks ago now. Like right. this has to. This has been going <laughs> on since Extreme Rules. Like something needs to fucking happen. Which it did. And then you see Uncle Howdy, you're like, oh, oh, there he Bo. is. Hey, Bo. Hey, <laughs> Look at you with the hair. Um, and then he stands side by side in in the ring with L.A. Knight with L.A. Knight, and uh, he, okay. he what was he, it Macho? Uh, something like that. It was well, he sounds like Macho. He sounds like a, a cross between no, Macho and Stone Cold. Like, no, it's Stone Cold and The Rock. Stone Cold and The Rock. Uh, he's yeah. got, I'm telling you, he's got like a very deep. His mannerisms in the ring are the rock, but like his promo and his walk. Or I'm sorry, you know, his promo is more the rock and his mannerisms and his outfit are Stone Cold. So uh, he was in the ring with. Bray he White. wears a fucking vest, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. You wear a black vest. <laughs> I know <laughs> you're very Stone Cold. The black vest. This is a weird analogy. The black vest is utterly the, the Hitler mustache. Like, yes, yeah, you can attribute it to Charlie Chaplin, but like. It's nobody can do it but him now, you know. That's a good Nazi turn. Nice. Um, I don't so, know. <laughs> so anyway, I was like, "What is something nobody can do ever again?" Because this one guy made it popular. I go, oh, yes, Adolf Hitler. One? Yes, Adolf Hitler. Got it. <laughs> so that guy. Um, yeah, Uncle Howdy. The music hit, and he comes into the ring. He stands side by side with Bray Wyatt, and then gives him Sister Abigail, and walks out of the ring. And Ellie Knight is like, "I don't know what's going on. What's happening?" Um, so yeah, so he turned on Bray Wyatt. So that is now a new uh, a new twist on everything, and I'm interested again in seeing where this goes. I listen. I'll we, exactly we keep where it goes. we keep talking about slow builds, slow storylines. Uh, yeah, 
if, if there's going to be a payoff to something like this where we finally get Bray Wyatt back and he's got this new weird story, then maybe we should just let it play out. In in the Vince McMahon era, I can tell you exactly how this would play out. Go on. Match at WrestleMania, cinematic match from the Red Light District. <laughs> okay. I just went red light. I thought district was funny. So you just went prostitutes uh, in the match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just want to. I just. Give I me whores. One thing. Give me some whores. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we need more whores. We need whores in this match. Let me, uh, let me pay I you just. Off. I pray for one thing and one thing only. You didn't hear what I said. Uh, go ahead. What'd you say? I said. I, uh, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> I said we need more whores. Let's pay her off. Anyway, go ahead. Ooh. I know. Not too soon. Not too soon. Go ahead. Yikes. Uh, somehow my not to joke was less offensive. <laughs> lies, <laughs> lies, and lies. Go on. Uh, <laughs> just looking over the horse, man. That just was funny. <laughs> uh, uh, goddamn, I forgot what we were talking about. Any reminder? Oh, uh, anyway, um, we were, we were talking about. Uh, I do remember. Where, you, you Sorry, I completely apologize for that. Where this is gonna go? Yes, uh, I pray sincerely pray for one thing mm. uh, I, this is going to be a pitch black match because it is sponsored by mountain dew mountain pitch black Dew. yep which i hope that mountain dew got the rights to pitch black from uh vin diesel and the chronicles of riddick okay. saga because mm-hmm. uh, people don't know that no. um i just hope it's not like the zombie match oh god like I don't need a shambles like like I don't need shambles like that. Oh, please. Lord. Especially with Bray Wyatt. Like this is a delicate creature, okay? <laughs> this is like the last Tasmanian tiger. We need to cherish this <laughs> Tasmanian tiger and treat it as such. <laughs> Whatever animal that may be, yes, the Tasmanian tiger. So, well, you really don't know? The Tasmanian tiger? I know yeah. Tasmanian devil. I don't know a tiger. No, no, no. The ta- like a Tasmanian tiger is an extinct tiger. Okay. And it had like zebra stripes on its back oh it looked like a fox was jacked like a tiger and had stripes on its back it's a freak of nature it's a mutant yeah interesting no that's uh that's that's uh saber tooth that's the saber tooth tiger and he's played by liev schreiber <laughs> tangents all right you know what i'll give you that i might be a nerd <laughs> Thank you for pulling that one out. Uh, and especially of all the, the, the Marvel movies, the one of the worst ones ever. Nice. Nice pull on that one. Oh, come on, man. That was horrible. That was terrible. You don't like X-Men Origins? Nah, terrible. That's why they didn't do another one. <laughs> In case you didn't know. It was t- so terrible. So poorly received. Wait, yes, they did. An origin? No, they did not. Moving on. I mean, te- in, in a uh, sense, they did. No, it would name, one, name it right now. The Jean Grey gimmick. No. Oh, uh... uh the Rise of the Phoenix. Yeah. No, that that is a Harry Potter movie. <laughs> Shit. That's the Order of the Phoenix, and I'm a nerd too. So there's that. Anyway, <laughs> I set you up for that one because I knew it was the Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> Moving on. That's the more, ladies and gentlemen. We got him. We got him. <laughs> <laughs> more nerd talk. Uh, wrestling. Let's go. Uh, so Sequoia against uh, Sokoa against uh, Sheamus and uh, th- this boy again. I, I think it's, this might be the, the best NXT call up. One of the the best NXT call ups ever. Just because of how okay, there you go how I guess I was trying in, in my head in that that pause I was trying to think of other NXT call ups that have been so. Impactful. There have obviously been NXT call-ups who have gone on Kevin to, Owens. to greatness. Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, you know, 
name them all. Drew McIntyre, blah, blah, blah. But as far as people who have... Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns. Yeah, I mean, the list goes on. But as far as Gunther, uh, but as far as people who have made such an immediate impact, I mean, he, Gunther is probably one of them too. Um, going from Walter to, to Gunther. And just his transformation and, and just the, the idea of Imperium. I'm so used to that seeing them in NXT. I still, every time I see that, the, the huge screen with Imperium on it, I'm like, they, those boys were in NXT. Like, they're still NXT to me. Um, but they are main call-up guys, and they're they're part of the you know, main storyline. And, and Gunther is one of the most dominant uh, IC champions that we've had in a very long time. And it fits, too. Like, it, it's legit on the, on the main roster. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like there were some worries at first when they were in NXT because you go, how is this going to translate to the main roster? Right. And it does fit. I have a question. Is yeah. Karrion Cross injured? I don't know. That's a good question. Good... The fuck has he been? I know. <laughs> That's a good question. Well, what's her, what's her name is about to fight her first match? Scarlett is about to fight her first match against uh, yeah. <laughs> Emma, of all people. Um, I feel so bad for Emma, man. That's just... She came back to a mild pop, and now she's just a jobber she's like her boo. Another jobber. I mean... What are you going to do, though? I guess, yeah. But, uh, Listen, I'd be a jobber for the WWE, too. Can you imagine if you were a jobber and then what happened? Yeah, after? I can. No, I, I just said I would. Oh. <laughs> imagine I would do it. <laughs> I would be a jobber, too. Imagine you're a jobber, comma, and then what happens after the Rousey match happens and you're like, oh, shit, well, now my shot is just, if I wasn't buried before, I'm way buried now. Uh, so Rousey fights uh, Raquel Rodriguez. For the women's title, SmackDown women's title, in a in a really good match. Like this match made up for the atrocity that happened at Survivor Series. Let me just say that. Yes. Um, Raquel Rodriguez will be a champion at some point because she's really that good. She sold the shit out of her injured arm. It played into this it match very well. Injured, injured arm. air quote arm, and that finish that they had with Rousey, you know, doing the arm bar from the top rope, falling down and staying on the injured arm. Immediately tapping out, all worked well. It all worked very well. The visual of her, like, just sprawled out all over her body, and also both of them are on the top rope, was uh, that picture. That's a picture that should be framed and sent to the WWE. All Raquel, when they ever have a physical place. They, I, I still need to have a physical WWE uh, Hall of Fame to make it legit. Um, <laughs> you see the headquarters, we go, oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. No, it's not in there. Um, but yeah, so that just goes to prove how strong Rodriguez is, and it was a great finish, and it was a great match, and Rousey put on a good match, so it is possible. <laughs> We've seen it before. Uh, twenty twenty two was not her best year because she just it just seemed like she was stale. Um, but this match uh, was very intriguing. I was all about it, and then she gets the mic, and she's standing in the ring with uh, oh, what the hell? Her, her geez, I'm looking at I'm looking at her face right now. Um, Jesus, Ronda Rousey's uh, Shayna Baszler. Um, there you go. <laughs> thank you, thank <laughs> you for the, the shush. Sh- sh- I only sh- had so much breath left. That, <laughs> that helped me out. Um, about to get on the mic, she started on the mic. Apparently, they knew not to turn the mic on because whose music hits but a new rendition of Charlotte Flair's music, and she comes out to "Good God," the greatest outfit I think I've ever seen on a on a female wrestler. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I mean, Maurice from WrestleMania was up there. Fair, but yes, yes, yes. I said good. one of, one of, because it was very, it was very cheeky. And so we, in it, in it, we had a challenge, uh, which Rousey uh, it just finished a match and uh, it kind of screwed up some words, but 
uh, he called it the Royal uh, Rumble or something like that. Um, but like Charlotte was like, no nope. Royal Rumble. Nope, not, not, I don't, not, I don't want to wait. Let's do it now. And Shayna in Rousey's here, like, what are you doing? You just had a had a match. And her exact quote was, "I'm feeling spicy." <laughs> and they had the damn match, which lasted all of I think 30 seconds. You got a big boot to the face. Rousey did from Charlotte. Um, went for a spear. Uh, uh, went for a pin, got kicked out, went for a spear on Rousey. Rousey reversed it into the armbar, which was then reversed into a roll-up, and we have a new SmackDown Women's Champion just like that. 14 time. 14 time. Champion. WWE Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. Um, It was exciting. So it's for... got to be Charlotte that breaks the record. Uh, yeah, it has to be, right? Yeah. I mean, she it, Okay, here's my... my Two cents. She's the greatest female wrestler of all time. Uh, I mean, I, I think that's... Here's my four cents. I agree with I you. I agree. There you go. <laughs> because, I mean, it, really, if you put her up against any wrestler, uh, past, present, future, it, it's really... There's nobody nobody else. Um, with that being said, this is a weird spot. This is a weird... I know they were trying to... like This, this whole SmackDown was like the mega SmackDown uh, like to end the year. And they wanted to go out with a bang, which they did on multiple fronts, including this spot... Um, uh, I, I was excited in the moment, and then looking back on it, I'm like, you know what? This could have been done. I don't know if it could have been done differently, or yeah, because actually, Charlotte. I, I don't know. It just it seems weird now because now you you put the belt on her. You had this match with Raquel. Raquel, as I just mentioned, will be a champion at some point. Um, who is going to fight Charlotte now? Who's who's in the program on a SmackDown level? Uh, on the women's SmackDown side. Who who's it other than Ronda? I mean, are they gonna do a rematch at Rumble? Or what's what's gonna happen? No, no, I don't know. But, but this seems weird, like weird timing to me to to do this. I can think of two matchups. However, they are not on SmackDown, unfortunately. Okay. That being one of them being Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. I think that would be one of Charlotte's best matches. And Re- one of Rhea's best matches as well was that WrestleMania 36 match. Yes. In my opinion, it was one of the show stealers of the night. The other person is the new Asuka gimmick that we get. Mm-hmm. But again, that's on Raw. Obviously, you also have Becky Lynch, also on Raw. <laughs> Bailey is an option. She needs to get out whatever she's doing here. This is not. But the only reason Bailey is an option is because of what she's doing here. It's not. It's because she can flop between Raw and SmackDown, which is fine with she, the tag team champions. Because she has the tag team champions in tow. But it, yeah, the, that whole I've come to find out, especially after Raw, like this whole damage control thing is it's it needs to be done. I'm sorry. It's it, it was it's a not, good pop. It's not working. <laughs> it was a great pop when they showed up. But it would have been better had you gone with that momentum. And we, we already talked about this. Going with that, with that momentum, giving her the belt. Um, and then having I'll, everybody I'll, with belts. I think they should have had all the gold. Yes. Like, she should have won that ladder match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hands down. What I think should have... what? Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that if... When Bailey returned... What was that? SummerSlam? When Bailey... When Damage Control was formed? Yes. When damage control was formed at SummerSlam, do you think that would have went over as well as it did at the time 
if it wasn't the first return of the Vince of the the Triple H era, would would it have gone over as well? Yeah, like with the crowd, would it have been such a big pop? I think so. Yeah. You really think if we had like Karrion Cross and Bray Wyatt had already debuted and stuff like that, if these people were debuting now, I don't think it would be a huge pop the way it was at SummerSlam. Um, I don't know. We hadn't seen Bailey in, in a very long time, so it wasn't like he's, she was just there and then she just joined. She just Bailey, created yeah. this faction. Bailey, at, Bailey's untouchable at this point. Like Bailey could do anything in the WWE. You know what I mean? Well, then she needs to. But I feel like the <laughs> rest of them, if they working. weren't, it's not working. So she needs to do something else because mm. she can do anything in the WWE. Mm. Would Dakota and EO, would they have had the same level of pop with Bailey if it had already been cross returned, Bray returned, all these other people returned, and then these guys show up? I still think so, yeah. I think it's it Bailey. I think you just you just said it because Bailey is untouchable. So I think that it, it Bailey and and you, uh, you can't compare Bailey to Karrion Cross or even Braun Strowman. Like Bailey is is more popular than than the two of those guys. All right. On the same topic, do you think if Emma returned at SummerSlam, would it have gotten <laughs> it might have gotten the a... same pop as Damage Control? Probably not. <laughs> Pro- right. Pro- probably not emma is just emma <laughs> um regardless of how many gimmicks she had or I- infamous botches she had in, in gimmick changes um she is a smoke show i'm not saying she's not i'm just saying yeah, but they under they undersell it at w so was so was eva marie and she was terrible yeah but eva marie was not a right like she wasn't an indie wrestler no Emma is at least a wrestler. At least as she's a, yes. Why do you think in her third week back, she's already jobbing to Ronda Rousey and people like that? Mm. It's because she can carry a match. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hear. Why um, is it that Scarlett's first match back in what, probably a year, is going to be against Emma? She can, put on a she match. can carry a match. She can carry a match. Which... She will be a Hall of Famer one day, just as like a jobber. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know the twenty fifty five Hall of Famer. Twenty fifty five. I think that's a. I think it's unfair. If if you have wrestlers who can actually wrestle, um, I'm looking at you, Aaliyah. Uh, it, it's it's un- unfortunate that we can't reward people who actually can wrestle because if, is it all because you have some say on the mic? Or, or if you look dominant, like you have a dominant stature, like Raquel Rodriguez, that's how you get over. Or you have a name like Ronda Rousey. It's, it's unfortunate. If if you can wrestle, you should be able to wrestle. And eventually, at some point, she's gonna be put onto, she's gonna be put onto, uh, onto NXT and be the head of, uh, of, um, Toxic Attraction. That'll be her new role. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> See, and then she would get. I'll she'd do go, one better. She go way over. Yes. Call Toxic Attraction up. Yeah, maybe for the Royal Rumble. Mm. There you go. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But by the way, Mandy Rose is Mandy Rose is doing way better than she's ever done in WWE. <laughs> in she just bought herself a Rolls Royce. <laughs> Good for her. Good for her and her premium hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Her premium content making a million dollars in a month. Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna get fired and and just willow away in in, in obscurity. Nope. I'm just gonna show my tits and make millions of dollars. Good for you. 
Imagine if, never mind. That was dark. That was a dark one, Joe. Don't do that. Okay. Yeah, no. No, no, no. That's no, not no, going no, there. Okay. All right, never mind. No, 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 no. <laughs> I had a funny joke, but it was too dark. But now you, you, now you got to say it. You can't, you can't tease like that and just drop it. This is how this works. This is how the show works. What? What is it? Go. Like a band-aid. So you Rip think it. if Brody Lee had tits? Yeah. Uh-huh. Would it have worked out? Would he still be here? Would he still be living? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The only part that went to my head. So what if Brody Lee had tits? And I was just like, no, that's too dark. I can't do that. <laughs> that's the part that's too dark. Not the fact that you're thinking about Brody Lee having tits. Got it. Yeah, but like if he had a premium content. Oh, maybe he'd still be alive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Moving Maybe on. Preston Vance wouldn't have turned on the Dark Order. <laughs> they still all be together. Uh, Braun Strowman challenging Gunter uh, to the IC title, and he's uh, getting his arm pretty much ripped out. Um, and then the main events, we had... Uh, uh, oh, by the way, we had uh, uh, Top Dollar getting um, uh, ridiculed mercilessly by everybody backstage. Uh, maximum male models are back. I, I love the two of them. Um but yeah, that, we got to call them something else, though, right? That, now you do, yeah, because because uh, no, LA Knight. LA Knight. Oh no, they don't. They still have Maxine. Dupree. Oh, Maxine Dupree. That's right. That's right. Um, I, I, I mean, it, it seems like that that top dollar spot that he botched weeks ago, and now they're just bringing it up now. Have you? Well, I mean, that was the last live one. That's that is true. Um, <laughs> that's very true. I guess, and that's that's why. So that set up a match between uh, Top Dollar and Ricochet happening next week. Uh, the whole thing with Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn, excuse me, and Heyman, and uh, Heyman, uh, the, you see things. Oh my start, god, that was great! You, th- you see it starting to, you see it starting now, as far as like the sprinkles of dissension, and with a, will uh, the head of the table be be jealous because everybody's kind of shouting out Sami? Um, I, th- I think the whole thing is great. Uh, still, bloodline is. is Talk about the beginning of that, though. Oh, as far as the beginning of that, oh, uh, where, 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 where Heyman goes. <laughs> Muzzle. Sammy, how was your Hanukkah? Was your... <laughs> uh, about as good as your Ramadan. <laughs> oh, these two menches. Absolutely. Um, no. And then the uh, main... Well, one mench, the other one's very Arabic. That's right, right. Um, <laughs> and then the main event with uh, said mench, uh, Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns taking on Kevin Owens and John Cena. And this was... It was, it was a good match in that it was a very good house show match. If you know what I mean. Yes. Like, it was just like, it was perfect. You knew, like, if you're in a house show, you know the good guys are going to win. And it was just quick and to the point, And you had your spots. And, you know, they went Cena in. Took a while to, for Cena to get in. He finally gets the hot tag. And he comes in and wrecks havoc all over the place. Gives uh, an AA to Roman Reigns. Zayn gets uh, um, is stunned. And the match is over. And everybody goes on their way. And now we don't get to see John Cena. Put him in the box. <laughs> we can see him until either early this year. I think. I think your idea is 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 premium. Do it early this year, then wait till December of next year, <laughs> and you get your one spot in for every yeah. year for the last the next two years. Yeah, you go uh, WrestleMania this year, Dude. Survivor Series next year. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Done. And just um, continue the streak. I got two options for WrestleMania. Sure. For John Cena. Okay. Number one, Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. Also for the title. Okay. Oh, okay. The second option, which is what I really want, is John Cena versus Logan Paul. Hmm. 
Now, I don't know how that's going to work out because Logan Paul got himself into a bit of a scandal of sorts recently. Did yeah, there's a whole crypto scandal that's going on, and he's suing a bunch of people because oh, right. he got, you know, he got fucked over or some shit. Yeah, but yeah, so John Cena bringing the ratings like we all knew was going to happen for the last SmackDown of the year. Absolutely insane. Um, all right, so the SmackDown going into Raw, kicking things off with said Bloodline. Uh, I, I love that the it's the intro comes in and then they immediately cut it off. Like it was, it was like ten seconds into the intro, and then all of a sudden the camera goes to live footage of them wrecking shit on the raw stage, uh, on the not stage, on the uh, the whole uh, the table, the commentary table outside. Their the bloodline's going absolutely insane. Kevin Owens comes out and wants to uh, take him on, and you get Adam Pearce on the microphone with all the uh, the wrestling uh, jobber security guards. Um, yep, coming out. And then uh, they get taken out, and then all hell breaks loose because all the, the entire backstage uh, comes out with uh, um, wrestlers just taking on bl- the bloodline, um, which then they set up with uh, Solo Sokoa uh, taking on uh, Elias in a. Uh, we get the uh, the wording right here: the Music City Music Street Fight. Music City Street Fight. Music City Street Fight, uh, and then the main event with uh, one of the main events with uh, Sami Zayn and the Usos taking on Kevin Owens and Street Profits. But first, before all that. I want to talk about uh, the women's match for the Raw Women's uh, Championship, which ended. I do too. A, which ended in a DQ. Uh, I want to talk about the beginning. Let's talk. Okay, go ahead. So I don't know if you noticed this, but a couple of eagle-eyed Twitter users on the in the IWC mm-hmm. noticed it, okay. and I need to mention it. Okay. You so remember the first like thirty seconds or so of that match? You go. What the fuck is this? This is so weird. She was holding her head there. Yeah, she was doing the whole punch thing. So yes, all that stuff. Yep, bro. That was a shot for shot, frame by frame recreation of Scary Movie Three. Yes, when Regina Hall's character, uh, pieced up that ring looking bitch. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> yep. Like shot for shot, mm. she wound up and punched her. Like Bianca fell out of the ropes, which is the same as Regina Hall falling over the couch. I. Couldn't uh, tell you the amount of laughter I had. I love when wrestlers will go back into archives of something and recreate matches or something that they've seen, and you have to kind of figure it out. Or people online, thank God for the internet, will figure it out. I would love to see if someone could, because I'm just too lazy to do it. Uh, if someone could do a montage of previous matches, like th- th- there's there's been known, like you know Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart, and you know, they've recreated that, like the intro for that. Um, uh, like something like this. I want to see like if they can do like side by side, like the OG and then the new one, and just the comparison of the two. I I, I find that fascinating. I'm, again, nerd that out. Just I I find it fascinating when they do stuff like that. But this match, um, <laughs> just because wrestling, um, was <laughs> it was a good match to begin with, but then shit got weird. <laughs> shit got very weird, and the <laughs> I I crack up because. Apparently, raw uh, WWE employees will not tell employees of wherever they are what's happening because when <laughs> when they went outside of the ring towards the end of the match, and you saw this guy in a Uncle Howdy mask, and he's standing near the the uh, the ring uh, bell, and you see a security guard, <laughs> you see a security guard come over and kind of like push him away. 
and you see him whisper like, "Get off my hands!" It's part of a bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm involved. I'm involved. And you see him like walk away. Like you see the security guard kind of like rush away. And so then Bliss gets confused as far as like this person. And then she goes to the top rope, throws uh, Belair into the ring, goes to the top rope, and there's another Uncle Howdy mass person on the corner. Gets confused, comes off the top rope, and then you see the the uh, the logo on the screen flash, and then you see her start to get like a little woozy and a little confused. It happens again. She does it again. And I'm like, this is why I love wrestling. This is ex- this is exactly why I love wrestling because of stupid, idiotic bullshit like this. She is now tormented by Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy, and goes absolutely ape shit. <laughs> and attacks the referee, goes after Belair, throws her into the stairs, cuts her mouth open, DDTs her twice onto the stairs, and then walks away. And we have come full circle. My only request of this entire gimmick, what's about to happen with with uh, Alexa Bliss, is that we erase everything that happened at WrestleMania and explain why that happened. And make that one of those moments just like you're you're, you're kind of resetting. And because that, that whole moment made absolutely no sense. When when Bray Wyatt took on Randy Orton and she came out in that the black uh, crown with the, the, the blood, black blood on her face and distracted oh. Bray Wyatt made absolutely no sense. Reset that whole moment. Explain it. Do something with it. But if you're going down this route again because Bliss needs a, a reset and kind of go back to, to these roots, just kind of take care of that. That's my only request as, as a wrestling fan. Make, make right on that that moment. Anyway, I had completely forgotten about that. About what? I'm being completely honest. The whole box and the yeah, and, made no, and and all the black shit coming from her yeah. mouth and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. totally forgot about that. Made no sense. Um, so look, Sokoa against Is Sister Abigail. Pat, like her as Sister Abigail in Braun's vision during that swap match. I can wrap my head around around that. you. Yes, absolutely. Because of the Braun with you know. A team little big or whatever they did during the mix. Remember the mixed match? The, mix. the mixed match challenge. Yes, I do. They were just talking about that online. They just talked about that online. They said uh, I was watching uh, What Culture Wrestling, and there was they just mentioned it today. As far as if they did that again, someone was asking for it, and it was like it didn't really do well on ratings. It was on Facebook, and nobody watched it. But if you put pairings together, like you could do, you could really do like Bianca Belair and Montez Ford <laughs> as a tag team. They probably win the whole damn thing. Um, that's what was cool about it. Yeah, but like random people. Well, that, like, that's also what originated like Oscar and the Miz. <laughs> Just like random but pairs. Think about this: you had great things come out of that, like our truth and Carmella. Yeah, because that was a team, and then that turned out to be one of the greatest freaking twenty four seven bits of all time. Well, I mean, if you want to call things great that happened to twenty four seven, sure. No, no, no. I said it is the greatest twenty four seven bit of all time. Got it. I didn't say it was great. I just said it was well, out of the twenty four seven bits, which were dog shit. <laughs> but that one was the greatest. <laughs> the shiniest dog shit. Uh, so there was yes, <laughs> there was that. Um, Let's see what else with uh, oh yeah so so uh, Solo Sokoa and Elias in a Music City street fight and what what a <laughs> what a what a great match <laughs> as far as utilizing uh, 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 guitars and cymbals and and tambourines <laughs> across the head um yeah and then uh, uh, with uh, Solo uh, finishing off Elias with um uh what's, what's the the Simone Spike the spinning oh the spike the spike. Um, 
Let's talk about the spinning solo onto the piano. Onto the piano. Well, yeah, that too. So then the solo onto the piano, which crumbled perfectly for the pin on top of the piano. Um, very entertaining match. I was I was enthralled with that. Uh, Sami Zayn and the Usos taking on Kevin Owens and the Street Profits with uh, redemption for the bloodline. Um, the, uh, the, the weirdness in this match, though, was Montez Ford kind of vegging out uh, because of his his, his uh, the effect of his wife getting beat down, which is good storytelling. <laughs> I appreciate that storytelling, um, and I did like that that they showed during the commercial break that the husband came out to rescue the wife, and there's that we're blurring that that uh, that fourth wall. Um, yeah. So where is it going though? That's my point. Mm. It's got to be something going on because it, it, I'm sure at. Uh, uh, Angelo's going to be pissed that he's not, and I'm sure it's going to continue on for. I think that's what it is for weeks on. As far as it's like, oh, you you get your head in. The- I think this is setting up an Angelo Dawkins heel turn. Oh, okay. And I'm not upset I about. It, I thought it might have went the other way. The Montez Ford heel turn. No, good guy husband coming out to save his wife. Mm. Montez or, or Angelo is going to be the one going. You need to be into this. We got to win championships. He'll turn on him. He's like, you want to focus this net. Yeah. Okay. I'm hyped for it. All right. Um, so they take the loss in Bloodline and gets the win. Um, speaking of uh, Bloodline, we have the return of uh, Solo <laughs> with the end of this match. Only for Drew McIntyre and Sheamus to come out of absolutely nowhere and uh, destroy the Bloodline. Um, yeah, because that makes sense. <laughs> I, will, I know they're setting up that whole thing. Uh, but they're smacking out superstars. Why would they just so happen to be in the same place as Raw? Because this whole thing with the... Uh, the uh, Make it believable. You want to know how you make it believable? Mm. Say, ooh, we, we we snuck an air tag to you know Sammy's pocket or his or his, his bag. <laughs> we know where he's followed him. There. <laughs> we just followed. So we knew exactly where Raw is going to be. Yeah, because we didn't Dude, know before. He's fixed nowadays. <laughs> we didn't know where Raw was going to be. Now we know because we're we're tagging this guy. Um, Dexter Loomis against Chad Gable, and uh, I'm not sure Dexter Loomis is going to get over. I, I I foresee this being something where it's just like. He doesn't talk. He needs like a valet. He needs someone to like a mouthpiece for him. Because call call up his wife, <laughs> call up his uh, uh, Indy Harwell. Okay? Call up his uh, his uh, wrestling wife to, to. Or just get the way back together. Or get the way. By which, by the way, the way. Um, uh-huh. uh, uh, who's the biggest name in the way right now? <laughs> Austin Terry. Austin Terry. <laughs> Austin Terry. <laughs> Johnny Gargano. His, no, nowhere to be found. His, his wife. Kevin nowhere Patrick to be found. Would call him. As who? Oh yeah. <laughs> Kevin Patrick. As Kevin Patrick would say Austin Terry. Uh, uh, he gets so angry, but in his anger, he's so like Winnie the Pooh with it. <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe yeah. that happened. Yeah. It's like okay. <laughs> Gosh dang it! Oh man. <laughs> Uh, Becky Lynch uh, taking on Damage Control in, in a two on one, which ended up being then a uh, uh, two on two. With um, uh, Mia Yim <laughs> making, uh, I guess, a save of, of sorts. Um, Minchin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think she's Mia Yim anymore. I believe it is just Minchin. Even, even though Kevin Patrick did mention Mia Yim during the broadcast. Oh, he did? He did. He did one time. Oh, and I'm, the, sure, the graphics Ke- I'm sure Triple H. No, no, he did say Minchin, but he said it on the mic, and then I'm sure someone got in his ear and was like, cut that uh, shit out. Like, hey, mention, mention, it's mention, mention. Whoa, what do you uh, call me? <laughs> damage control gets the win on that. Again, if you're going to... Uh, Triple H needs to... Uh, uh, if we're going to do resets for the new year, this needs to be one of those resets. Uh, give them 
titles or do nothing with them or break them up. I just do something because it's it's a very weak look for all three of them, and all three of them are the best women, the best female wrestlers in the industry, and you you're, you're yes. putting them into this this horseshit stable, which is means nothing until you you know kind of prove it. Um, and then the main event, as we mentioned before, Austin Theory taking on Seth freaking Rollins with, for the U.S. title, and uh, Austin with the win, Rollins with the injury uh, to his knee. Um, so this this has this this particular match has long term ramifications for a ton of shit, including as, as you mentioned WrestleMania. Um, possibly going into Royal Rumble. Hopefully, we we already know who the win is going to be with that. Um, hopefully, cross fingers. Uh, we get the return of Cody Rhodes, but. Yeah, this is this is not a good thing for uh, for for the long term, especially since he was getting as over as he's ever been. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so this this is this is going to be uh, a, a weird uh, sequence to kind of see where things go from here, especially with Austin Theory because Austin Theory's had um, speaking of the way, um, he's the biggest name to come out of the way, but his best matches have been with Seth Rollins. Um, his A matches have been with Seth Rollins. His B matches have been with, let's say, Bobby Lashley, and everything else from there has kind of been like, okay, whatever. Um, but we'll see what happens with with both of those gentlemen. Uh, that is WWE. That was really good. The weekend was insanely good, especially with SmackDown happening, and uh, Raw was was good too. Um, yeah, great weekend of pro wrestling. Great weekend of pro wrestling. Um, Going into uh, really quickly with Dynamite, just the, the main uh, things that happened. Uh, Brian Danielson taking on Ethan Page. Again, we talked last week as far as Ethan Page. Um, if you just get Stokely to talk for him, that'd be great. But Ethan Page is uh, is amazing. <laughs> um, Ethan Page is amazing as far as uh, uh, in-ring work. Um, the Danielson gets uh, gets the win. We have MJF with, um, with this new hottie even though it wasn't his wife uh as he was sitting in the uh in the stands way up there with the belt um uh, renee paquette uh, interviewing wardlow um and then samojo attacked him with a steel pipe uh which was then sold on rampage if you happen to watch rampage um renee tried to get a medical update with hangman adam page he's not ready yet he'll be ready uh in the next couple weeks to take on moxley uh, speaking of Moxley, Moxley taking on uh, Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli taking on Top Flight. Top Flight uh, taking the loss uh, and getting absolutely beaten down. But I feel like they these two Dante and Darius uh, need to get some sort of push uh, in the new year because they are a insanely, incredibly talented, uh, impressive looking tag team. Um, hook on Dynamite again uh, with with a. Uh, um uh another jobber match with Balaam Lynx. Um and after uh after the match, um we had uh, Big Bill and Lee Moriarty come down to the ring with Jungle Boy making the save. Um I don't think any name is gonna get better than that Exodus Prime one. No, it will not. Absolutely will not. Um I that was the first time I've seen Hook actually get like manhandled until you know Jungle Boy came in. Uh uh, uh, QT had a couple good shots on him, but yes, I do agree. It's the first time you ever seen Hook. By the way, uh, first time you ever seen vulnerability from Hook. Spe- I'm sorry, on a total separate, uh, not separate tangent, but uh, totally forgot to mention in the the Gunter uh, uh, interaction with Braun Strowman, there was a save made by one Ricochet with a chair, and when he went to clear the ring, if you notice, he cracked Gunter in the head. 
to the point where referees had to come and like legit see if he was okay. Like if you watch, I did that, notice. You watch it, it kind of caught it caught the the end of the chair hit his head when he went to swing. And normally when they swing outside the ring, it's just like a fake swing, like I'm gonna get you, and then kind of just like let it go, like without hitting him. He cracked him in the head, and you see Gunter hold his head, like kind of like crumble to the ground, and referees are just surrounding him. And then they went to the next uh, next segment. I just wanted to point that out because I totally forgot about that that spot. Um, and so yeah, so back to this jungle boy coming with a two by four, like hacksaw. Um, to, to make the save on, on Big Bill, um, Chris Jericho, uh, Axaw Jungle Boy, Axaw <laughs> Jungle Boy, uh, making the save with a two by four. Uh, Chris Jericho saying that Ricky Starks is foolish to turn down the JAS. Uh, Swerve Strickland interview backstage, and then the false count anywhere with Death Triangle taking on the Elite. And who did not see that this was going to go to seven matches? If you said that was you, you're an idiot. Um, See, here's my issue. And every with- single one of these matches, by the way, has been absolutely incredible. And I love that they've just a- amped it up and put new stipulations on each one. And each one they've worked into the stipulation has been absolutely amazing. With what we've seen from the first six matches, I think the only reason that people knew that it was going to go to seven was because of where the seventh is. Hmm. It's because it's in Los Angeles. Right. It's not this week. It's next week. Mm-hmm. Although tonight you know is, what I mean? is the debut the, the of uh, the new Dynamite. Yes. Red, white, and blue Dynamite. Yes. <laughs> no longer the multicolored Dynamite. Yeah. No longer gold. Red, white, and blue. Yep. Which I'm not mad at. No. But the, see what happens. Uh, yeah. The whole... I, I think if you just said TBD... And you didn't announce where it was going to be. You just when when it happened, you announced where the next one's going to be. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been the better way to do it. Um, I, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed this next match: Ruby Soho and Will, Will Nightingale taking on uh, uh, Anna JAS and Tay Mello. Which, by the way, you're welcome for the uh, the photo I sent you of uh, Tay. Hey, by the way, J- I'm sorry, you, you muted yourself. That's why would you do that? By the way, buddy. <laughs> Did you not think I saw that photo before you sent it to us? Well, do you think the entire group saw that? Your fucking mind. <laughs> do you think the entire group saw that uh, Jinkies photo of uh, Tay Mello dressed as uh, Velma? I've never been so more attracted to Velma in my life. <laughs> that seems like the go-to like for all porn stars was is to dress like Velma. Um, yeah, but the hot one was Daphne. That's what was crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, but people like the nerdy girl. That's it's so weird. And and it's true. It's, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But Tay Mello apparently likes her too and that that photo was insanely hot moving on um so yeah so uh moving on. moving on so ruby soho <laughs> by the way ruby soho can i uh, i'm sorry can i just I, I, i'm an idiot because i really th- i honestly thought and I'm, I'm showing my um like what's the Bigotry. word i'm looking for no what <laughs> no i don't know i don't know where you were going with this uh, I I, be real negative no it's, real negative no no that's that you went too far um my uh ignorance my lack of knowledge as far as even though it's it's music related i thought ruby the song ruby soho was written for ruby soho that's how stupid i am oh, and you dumbass i told you i told you it was a stupid take and i i, I want to come clean and get that off my chest i apologize i really thought that song did not come out in the 80s like it did but that you fucking idiot <laughs> I thought it was for Ruby Soho. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Listen. Listen, what, it's not like this is I'm not a, a freaking real American by... Dillinger. I don't even know who that song is Mr. by. Mr. Dillinger. By Hulk Hogan. That's not by Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> what, he plays a guitar in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
He horribly plays the guitar in it, yes. Uh, yeah, anyway, <laughs> this match was uh, thoroughly enjoyable, especially with every single angle uh, that the camera could get with all these moves, especially from Anna JAS. And oof, her, I think she has the best ass. I, I know you love Tay, but I think Anna J has the the best ass in all of AEW. I'm sorry. I think the that includes Hater. That includes Mellow. I think the only reason why Anna's looks better is because she has shorter legs. Not shorter than Ty has longer legs than than. Does she? Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's I've a... done research. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry to doubt you. And... No, dude. If you, you they were side by side on the uh, on the what you call it on on dynamite last yeah. week. Mm-hmm. You could see that. I was like, oh, it's just Surely. if Ty was if Ty's legs were that like you know the proportion. Wolf. Oof, oof, oof. <laughs> oof, oof, oof. <laughs> uh, yeah. So at the end of the match, there was there were chairs involved with Anna JS and Willow outside the ring. Uh, Aubrey Edwards pulled the chair away. And then Ty uh, uh, threw through the chair in Ruby's face, which I love. I always love that spot because you really have to like in real life you take you take the chair and just either attack the person with the chair or toss it to the side. But in wrestling, you hold it in front of your face, and Ty pump kicked her in the face with the chair, and uh, ended up with the the, the uh, Mercedes Monet move, the Ty KO, um, and pinned Ruby for the one two three. Yo, Mercedes just gimmick infringement upon gimmick just infringement. Just stealing all shit left place. and right. And then the main event. Jesus Christ. You might as well call her Mercedes. Shit, hang on. I'll get there. It's My okay. bad. No, think about it. Uh, the main event for the TNT Championship for the, with the king of television, Samoa Joe, taking on Wardlow. Yes. Mercedes Mencia. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said Garcia. I was like, no, no, no. That's not it. Oh, Carlos. What the fuck is it? Oh, Carlos, no. Um, wait, wait. Way to pull that one out, jeez! From the way back, right? <laughs> From the, the way way back machine. <laughs> yeah. Um, Samoa Joe taking on Warlow. Um, I, I every time I see Warlow uh, wrestle, I feel like um, not Warlow. Every time I see Samoa Joe wrestle, I'm always like, Ooh. <laughs> remember during COVID when he was at the commentary table and nobody thought he could wrestle anymore, um, and he did a great job there. Yeah, put him back in the ring and give him a couple belts, and he's one of the best wrestlers on the planet. And so it just remember when Samoa Joe was commentating WrestleMania in the pouring rain. In the pouring rain with with uh, and Michael then Cole. got fired the next day and replaced by Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. <laughs> oh, man, uh, I think Samoa Joe's doing it right for himself. I, uh, I don't know. I'm just taking a guess. I'd say so. I <sighs> think both Samoa Joe and Pat are doing quite well quite for well for now. themselves. I do miss Pat though. I want him back. Uh, not to say that I don't like. Um, uh, oh shit! <laughs> Names again. Who's, who's on SmackDown with uh, Cole? David Cole, I'll just say it. Wade Barrett. Thank you. Uh, I do enjoy Wade Barrett. I, I was going to get there. I was going to throw up a W like this. No, no, I just wanted you to say it. <laughs> We're running out of time. Um, I will also say, by the way, on, on a tangent, uh, Wade Barrett, way better than uh, Booker T. God, I, I hate Booker T on the mic. I, anything that he does, Booker T, uh, other than wrestling, can't stand him. Can't stand him on the commentary. Can't stand him on NXT. Couldn't stand him on on the, the pre-shows for, for the, uh, the, the premium live events. I, I want less of, of Booker T and more of anybody else. I, I, I do not care. If I have – the only increments I can have Booker T in is with Peter Rosenberg because I think that dynamic is awesome. <laughs> I do. Well, I like the dynamic of JBL and, and Peter Rosenberg because I, oh, yeah. I feel like he initially hated his guts. He hated Rosenberg's yeah. guts, and now he's kind of come, acro- come around and has a little more respect for him. He still oh, hates well, him. Jerry actually legitimately hates him. He hasn't blocked him on Twitter. I don't. 
his intro, if you listen to Michael K. show, his intro for what they do at the 6 o'clock hour is called ENN, Evening Nightly News, yeah. and they basically do a recap of all sports uh, for the day on ESPN Radio. In the intro, it's it's Jerry Lawler saying, Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is, like they t- yeah. they pulled it from <laughs> an actual quote that he had. So he absolutely hates him. Anyway, um, end of this match with uh, uh, he, Warthel powerbombing some Joe off the, the turnbuckles. Um, you try to powerbomb him again. Uh, he was working on Wardlow's legs the entire match. Uh, he chop-locked uh, Wardlow, locked him in a rear naked choke. Um, he was basically unconscious, and that was it. Uh, Joe got, there, got the win, but that wasn't the end of it because Joe then went uh, absolutely insane. Um, he was trying to – he looked like he was going to uh, give him, like, the show of respect, smashed, smashed Wardlow in the face with the belt, um, grabbed the toolbox looking for a pair of scissors, finally found a pair of scissors, went in – Shook the referee's hand, gave him a headbutt on, on Paul Turner, um, and then he cut off Wardlow's ponytail. Um, and then that was the all of Samoa Joe's wreckage until Darby Allen's music hit. Uh, did not come out from the entranceway, came from behind him and smacked him in the back, destroyed him on the back with a skateboard, which legit looked like it hurt because he crumbled. <laughs> like he, he crumbled outside outside the ring, and that was the end of of uh, of Dynamite, which was a, a really good episode, a really. Good, solid week of wrestling all around. Can't complain about pretty much anything other than New Japan wrestling, new people in there doing botch moves and stealing gimmicks. Yikes. <laughs> Not a way you want to debut. Uh, no. No, but she did make the debut nonetheless, and she looked really good. She was... Uh... The hair was weird to yeah. me, if I'm like, being honest. You like the weird the hair? The, color, the colorful uh, AEW <laughs> old uh, dynamite hair? Yeah, and also in attendance in Tokyo was Naomi and Bailey. Yeah, who took pictures with FTR. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, tonight, Dynamite, they are in Seattle, Washington. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think you hate the team. I just threw up in my mouth. The city's, great. The city's great. I think you just hate the team. I just, I, yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah. So, new Dynamite is happening tonight. Um I just I find it weird that there's well there's still tickets on sale, um, when the start time four p.m. <laughs> I just oh, I love it. I always find that weird. Let's go if we live in the West Coast. We have to go to like afternoon wrestling events, and then you have the rest Yo, of the day dude, free. You have the rest of the night free. You know what I really want to go to, but I know I'm not going to make it out there for. What's that? Dynamite at the Cow Palace in San Francisco. Okay. I have my dad used to go see shows at the Cow Palace. Mm. My dad, I asked my dad the other day, I go, hey, dad, have you ever been to, like, the Cow Palace? He's like, in San Francisco? I go, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I've seen rodeos there a bunch of times. I go, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a good rodeo. It's been a minute. I've seen a rodeo. It's pretty fun. I, I love, I've seen it, too. It's, it's been a minute. Um, yeah. That is it, guys. That is all of, of, of wrestling in the new year. We've... Uh, actually, that was the end of last year and beginning of this year, all rolled up into one uh, super mega first episode of 2023. Is there anything else, sir, that you would like to go out on before we wrap this up? Um, I believe that's it. Okay. I don't think I have anything else. Well, then if that is it, guys, please hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. Uh, listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Uh, thank you again for carrying us through the through last year of 2022 and 
continuing with us into the new year. Very excited for what's to come, especially uh, this year. And we are about to hit WrestleMania season, starting with Royal Rumble. That is coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, so we'll be, start, we'll be talking about all things Rumble. And it can only go up from where it was last year because, God, as we mentioned last week, what a terrible, <laughs> awful Rumble we had in 2022. Uh, and as so, I mentioned last week, I forgot how bad that Royal Rumble was. It's, it was terrible. <laughs> it was absolutely awful. And so, you know, Triple H at the helm... Hopefully we get to see uh, uh-huh. a better product. Ha uh-huh. ha! See what I did, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that is it, guys. Thank you so very much. <laughs> I'm Chris Mindell. That is a Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Till next week. Happy birthday, buddy! Thanks, man. The Sons of Slam podcast. <laughs>